Welcome to Make Possible Bite Size, a weekly podcast brought to you by Permutive, championing change in publishing, advertising and beyond. Each episode, we chat to an inspiring guest about their careers, their lives and how they're making change possible. Let's bite right in. Hey everyone, I'm Bradley Redford, Partner Sales Director at APAC here at Permutive. Welcome to Make Possible Bite Size. Today, I'm lucky to be joined, by, joined on the show by Vince New, Associate Vice President of Programmatic and Data Strategy at APAC for Essence. Hi Vince, how are you? All right, thanks for having me, Bradley. Yeah, thank you for joining us. Um, yeah, how about we, I guess, a good place to start for those who, who may not have seen you on any kind of videos or presentations recently, um, yeah, with a quick intro to who you are and, and, and what you do at Essence. Sure. Uh, so my name is Vince New, and I look after uh, APAC data strategy at Essence. So I started my Essence career um, in New York back in 2011. So I just passed the, I guess, the, the nine-year mark. Um, and I've also had stops in San Francisco and Shanghai before landing in Singapore in 2017, um, you know, with the task to help build our APAC programmatic practice. Uh, starting this year, I've taken on the responsibility of developing our, uh, our data strategy capabilities in APAC. And when we say data strategy, uh, really that broadly falls into five categories. Um, one is uh, data governance and organization. So helping brands better understand the origins of their data, how it's stored and managed and the opportunities and benefits the data provides. Um, the second is data-driven planning and segmentation. So uh, organizing signals of all types for strategic insight generation, ideation, as well as addressable segments that we can you know, tactically target downstream. The third is data acquisition. So just a very broad term for identifying trustworthy value-adding data from external sources. And then tech stack strategies and helping brands define the optimal platform uh, architecture to support their business goals as well as helping manage and onboard those pieces of technology as needed. And then lastly, um, creative augmentation. So that's uh, collaborating with our, uh, we have an in-house experience team. So collaborating with them to supply the creative process with data inputs to inform and augment uh, creative ideation and delivery. Amazing, thank you for that Vince. It's, yeah, you're really stuck into everything, all things, all things data. Um, thank you for yeah, the introduction. I guess a, a good time to now is kick off with our first make possible question. Um, for some, it's a, it's, a, it's a tricky one, but uh, yeah, what are you most proud of? Yeah, I think uh, it's actually an easy one for me. Um, I mean, I am most proud of our APAC programmatic team. Um, as mentioned, the, you know, the original reason I was um, asked to come to Singapore was to help build the practice. And when I landed here, including myself, uh, the team was six people and now we're up to nearly 30 folks. And these are, you know, this is the team that looks after programmatic planning and activation across all markets in APAC. Um, obviously I have some level of bias, but I do you know, believe wholeheartedly that I could put this group up against any programmatic outfit in the world. They are the most skilled, diligent, intelligent group I've had the opportunity to work with in my 13 years in the business. And I think as good as they are at their jobs, they're, you know, they're even better people, right? And they've really built a culture of accountability, high standards, um, positive reinforcement, and really just taking pride in the work they do day in, day out. So um, yeah, many of these folks, they joined us since as junior members, and over the years, they've grown into leaders in their own right. And I think um, you know, each of them will do great things. And you know, I feel blessed to have had the opportunity to hopefully play a small part in the development. Yeah, that, that's that's really amazing, Vince, and it, it really sounds like you, you've helped build a, a team with a, a great culture, really focusing on, on on growth and development. And I guess I'm sure there's a, a few people listening to this, or will be listening to this, who are, who are just starting out in their careers as well. Is there any is there any advice you would like to give to those people to 
to help them with their growth and development as they as they kick on through their careers yeah i mean obviously i think everyone is going to have to everyone's uh circumstances are different but i think um i guess a few principles that i think will hold true is that first of all whatever you're doing okay so let's whether it's programmatic or data or whatever whatever you're doing you kind of have to like the subject ideally you have to be interested in the subject right and i think um you know in order to um be able to spend the time that's required to really understand the first principles that govern what you're doing you have to it helps to like it right because then what you have to do is you have to put in the time to really understand it because i think a, a lot of times at least in the beginning you know you're you're trying to get your bearings and you rely a lot on road memorization and that might help in the beginning but really what you want to do is aim for understanding so you can re-derive whatever whatever concepts you're really learning so you know it from the inside out so in terms of programmatic that's a, a lot of that is how the internet works. So understanding the underlying technology is important. And then from there, you just, you have to put in the work, right? I think when you're starting out, there's no way around putting in the hours required to really understand something and develop the meta knowledge, the process knowledge, you know, the things that you can't get off of a support page, like that's experience that takes time. So putting in the work to get that. And then lastly, I think just, you know, taking pride in your work. Um, you know, obviously you're being paid to do a job. Um, you have, you probably have clients, you probably have bosses, but you know, you don't want those to be your motivating factors. You want to be motivated to, you know, do a good job and develop your best work, um, deliver your best work intrinsically. Because at the end of the day, that's what's going to sustain you, right? I mean, the external motivations will be there uh, sometimes, but they might not always be there. So just kind of ensure that you have, uh, you know, something internal that's kind of forcing you forward. Yeah, that, that's some really great advice. And I think, yeah, being proud of your work for me personally is is one thing that, I think it's super important when starting out in your career. Um, I guess, yeah, moving now on to the, the second make possible question, apart from a, a little deviation there, what are you focusing on today to move onward and upward at work? Yeah, I, I wouldn't say this is uh, necessarily something I'm just focusing on today, but a principle that you know, I generally subscribe to is that technical expertise unlocks creativity. Um, and when I say technical expertise, I, I don't necessarily mean technical in terms of like an ad tech tech, uh, I mean, it can mean that, but really what I mean is like understanding the principles and fundamentals that govern a concept, right? And I think at the end of the day, there can be creativity in just about anything. Um, and the ability to express creativity within an endeavor is, it's one of the, it's one of the ultimate signs that you really understand it, right? Or that, you know, that you're an expert in what you're doing. So if you use like sports as an, as an analogy, say, uh, you know, mixed martial arts, you know, the way like a, a high level fighter can implement a game plan, um, you know, read and anticipate the movements of their opponent, you know, use counters and things. There's a lot of creativity and improvisation involved, but it takes a lot of time and understanding of the basics to get to the point where, you know, he or she can implement the creativity and express that, you know, in a fight condition. So um, uh, people, you know, often talk about like innovation or thinking outside the box or, you know, essentially being creative, like thinking outside the box, but like you have to know your way you know, around the box first or within the box before you can find your way outside of it. And, you know, that really means putting the time to understand first principles. So, um, okay, bringing this back to the question and, and what I'm, I guess, doing, I realized I kind of went off on a tangent, uh, <laughs> is that like back in August, I started a uh, master's program uh, in data analytics at Singapore Management University. Um, and, you know, it's obviously it's a part-time thing I'm doing on the side. So evenings, weekends, whatever, um, you know, whenever I'm not doing a day job, but, you know, I think a lot of times within our industry, you know, there, you know, there's a difference between um, having technical knowledge 
and knowledge of technical subjects. And I think for somebody like myself, I'd say over the course of my career, um, I've built up a lot of the latter. And the purpose of my going back to school now is to you know, increase my level in the former because given my role and responsibilities, I think it's really important to be able to look under the hood, um, you know, past the buzzwords and be able to see um, you know, the tools we're using um, and the answers we're getting, the solutions we're providing for it with a very clear um, you know, unbiased view. And it's a bet that I'm making on myself as well, that by doing so, by building up more technical knowledge, this will allow me to see more patterns, see more opportunities, connect more dots, and just be more creative and, um, and also have better conversations with the engineers and data scientists we work with, right? And ultimately, um, what we hope is that that leads to better solutions for our clients. Yeah, so that, that all sounds, sounds really amazing and, and, and good luck finishing that off over the next year or so. Um, moving on to our, to our final question for today's Bite Size Show. What has been your guiding light or, or principle to, in, to make things possible? Um, is it a route if I give two? Yeah, so hopefully the uh, Rob won't mind too much. All right, cool. So like, I think, I think um, you know, the first one is, you know, is it's something I call attack mode. Um, and I like to think of it as a default mindset and something I preach. I try to practice as much as possible. And I obviously I preach it to my team. And what I mean by that is, um, you know, obviously not physically, literally attack somebody. But you know, if I were to apply it to a work context, um, I think you know within within our industry, you know, there's there's an incredible rate of change, and I think it's imperative to be aggressively proactive um, in our approach to learning, to testing, to improving, um, and you know, it means as much as possible being on the front foot and advancing in some way, right? So if I were to apply this to a hypothetical client relationship, um, you know, I believe that we as an agency. Um, essence, we should always be asking our clients, uh, you know, smart questions, you know, uh, proactively bringing solutions forward and essentially, you know, trying to you know, push your clients um, as much as possible um, in a good way, of course. And if we're in a situation where, you know, if client, the clients are the ones that are always bringing forth the ideas and pushing us to do more, then I think, you know, we're doing it wrong. We're not, we're not doing our jobs as an agency, right? Um, so that's the first one. And then the second concept um, or principle is, uh, what I like to think of as volume over perfection. Um, and I'm not, you know, I'm not trying to paint with a broad brush, but I do think that we often have a tendency to look for reasons not to do something or wanting to wait for the exact right conditions or needing things to be perfect before moving forward. And, um, you know, a principle that served me well in my career is that, you know, an idea doesn't necessarily have to be perfect to execute. Like you don't, you don't want to let perfect get in the way of great, right? Um, and obviously like common sense applies, but really what, what, I, what I mean is that, and I tell my teams, like, don't be afraid of pulling the trigger at 90%. Um, Cause you know, in an ideal world, we would have time and resources to perfect every idea. But the reality is that I mean, that's just, you know, it doesn't really happen, right? It's not how the world we live in or the time that we have. Um, and I think really what's important is creating a body of work. Cause if you compile quote unquote, smaller achievements, and learnings over time, naturally you generate positive momentum that leads to bigger things and, you know, success leads to success. So, you know, I, you know, I think, you know, that, you know, applies to life as much as work. And, you know, one of my favorite quotes, uh, this is from Bruce Lee, is um, if you spend too much time thinking about a thing, you'll never get it done. Um, so as much as possible, I, I, try, I try my best to keep reminding myself of that and try to, you know, practice it as much as possible. Yeah, I think, both both points there are amazing. I think they they do somewhat uh, interlink as well. And I think I know I'm sure we could spend many more hours talking about these kind of things, but we are unfortunately uh, running up to 
the time here. Thank you so much for, for being part of today's episode, Vince. Uh, hopefully you enjoyed it. Absolutely. Thanks. Uh, thanks again for having me. You know, it, was, it was a blast. Amazing. Thank you so much, Vince. Well, that leaves me with think, thanking all the listeners and viewers for tuning in to Make Possible Bite Size. We'll be back next week with another inspiring guest talking about what they do to champion change, thinking of new, new exciting ways to make a difference. Bye for now.